And I, you know, at, at no point did I want it, it to come off like I'm bashing. <laughs> oh, but only only because I know for any, anyone that that won't understand where I'm coming from, would be like, "Oh, you're just bashing," when it's. I I can see how it can come across that way. <laughs> but but that's but that's only coming from people that are just not open to. Hey, men and women are different. So, yeah, if. if it's not like no one's forcing you to have a family. You're 41. <laughs> I mean, no one's, no one's forcing you to do this. This is something that you want to do. And so this is something that you want to do. Like why? Yeah, but, be, but then she has to make a choice. Yeah, but why can't you just do that? And why does it have to be like, if I was Tom Brady, I wouldn't have to do that. That's what I'm getting at. Like, why is it? That's why, probably true. Okay, if, if I was Tom Brady, a lot of things <laughs> would be different. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't see why it's so hard to grasp that. It is, I think there's, it's hey, true. men and women are different. We've been that way since we were yes, designed. Babe. Just retire. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Just retire. Why, why do you have to throw, what, what did he do? That's, and that's why I'm like, I, I'm more, it's like, okay. And this is, and this will be, if I, if, if I talked about it, it would be, here we go again, piggybacking off of this whole energy thing. Like everyone, no one wants to play their fucking role. Everyone wants to do something else. Everyone wants to be everything. Like you want to, you want to be able to do something as beautiful as make life, right? You want to be able to do something that only half the population can do. Like build something inside of you that is going to be something great or could be something great, right? Right. You have this ability right now where you have this connection with this child that you're growing in your stomach. I would never be able to understand. I wasn't made that way, right? Right. So you have something that's so special about you and so dope about you that I would never be able to experience. But yet somehow... It's a problem because if you were a man, you wouldn't have to, you, you, you wouldn't have to retire. Like, I don't like what, like, what the fuck do you want? Do you want to be able to do that or not be able to do that? You see what I'm saying? Like, and then the fact that you have the ability to do it, it's still your option to do it or not to do it. If, if you still have it in you mm -hmm. to play, which I wouldn't be surprised if like, it's probably, just fucking yeah. it's probably just fucking time to retire. You're 41. She's been it's doing done. this like 30 years. And, and, yeah. and here's the thing. <clears throat> it's been shown that it, it's, it's over with now because now you have these other young mm -hmm. players that have been stepping up and showing you, hey, this is a, a, a younger person's game. So there's probably that in it too, where it's just like, yo, just, just. You did a great job. Just step the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. And if you want to build your family, build your family. Don't go say, well, if I was Tom Brady, you know? like, well, what the fuck? But again, it just plays into this entire narrative. And this is where I'm getting annoyed is that it plays into this ent entire narrative of everyone wants to do what everyone else is fucking doing. Uh, or, or is that women want to do what men are doing and then complain about it? Because what everyone... Well, not even just that. Men, men are clearly trying to do what what women are trying to do, but then complain when they when they don't. Like what? Like this whole like the whole trans movement and shit. Okay. Well, the, I that I think that's different. It's it's different, but it's it's also not. I mean, it's, it kind of plays into the same kind of the same narrative. Because I wouldn't. It's it'd be like saying a man is like, I want to stay home with my kids, but I don't want to give up my career. Does yeah, but you have. Ever said but you that? have to. There are men out there, I guarantee you very successful men out there, 
that have made a, a, an amount of wealth where they don't have to work mm-hmm. like on a day to day basis and they take it easy and they might spring up and do something just to replenish. I would imagine that these are probably your your rich people, your your retired athletes and things like because the ath- all athletes have a, a expiration date. And it's fairly young, too. It's fairly young. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, their expiration date for even male athletes, like for football players, mm-hmm. their expiration date is already calculated before they even fucking step on the field. Mm-hmm. They already know that you have 2,000 yards in you or whatever the fuck it may be. Right. And you're done. So I, I, I say all that to say, like, yes, there are men out there that do have the luxury to step back and, and take care of their children. Is that something that we've heard men say as frequently as women no but a lot of factors are involved in that and the biggest factor is is that we haven't even had the luxury to be able to do that until today this is not something that was even an option for a man 60 50 60 years ago which is the the conversation that we had last you know in the last but i could understand how even if a man wanted to do that the Mm -hmm. sacrifice looks different just because of how we're set up. And I understand that's what you're saying. Like, yes. I get that. Yes. I get it. I know. I can agree with you. Right. The sacrifice looks different. Right. Right. My, my pushback to people making the comments that they make is, yeah, and like, yeah, we, but we know this. Yeah. We know this about, about that. Like, don't, don't punish and put him out. Like, if, if I was a man, I wouldn't have to make these decisions. What? We don't. But again, like for instance, we don't know what what Tom Brady is going through. He that, that motherfucker's retired twice. We don't know what what the dynamics look like in, in his family. Like maybe his wife is telling. We I mean we don't know, but it could be maybe his wife is telling him, "Hey, babe, you need to fucking retire. Like I want you home." Right. And then, you know, for maybe he doesn't, or maybe he does, and maybe he's like trying mm-hmm. to figure this thing out, and so he's figured out a way. Well, okay, well I could possibly have my cake and eat it too, where. You know, the season's only but you know, X amount of time long. So maybe I could just skip the entire preseason and just show up for the season, which is, I want to say, what, 16 games, right? So now I only have to show up for this. And I'm Tom Brady, so I really don't have to show up to, you know, practices like I used <laughs> right. to, or I really don't have to show up to summer camp. So maybe he's kind of put himself in a position where he can be there more. I, but again, we, yeah, I, we don't I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I just, I'm just... I'm just so over all the narrative. And again, yes, she is. What she is saying is true. But what what's, what was the, why I say that? Because if you're in this position where maybe you're saying it because you actually do want to play and I have a family, well, then don't expand your family. I'm sure it, maybe it's an internal struggle that she's had. Because I could see that. Right. I could see how that's the case for a lot of women. Right, because there's something in you that men don't have and will never have, right? Where you all are designed to uh, bear children. Yeah, but even all... if you have that desire, then you also have like, like we've had this conversation. When I have this baby, there's a thought in my mind that goes to, I'm a little bit nervous, then I don't know at what point it's going to happen or how old she's going to be, where it's like, I'm not going to be want, I'm not going to want to be home with her because I know me. Right. I don't, I can do that for the period of time where it's going to be necessary. Mm-hmm. But then like, I'm probably going to resent the fact that you get up and get to walk out the door. Yeah, I get it. You know what I mean? Right. I get it. 
but then and then there's also that guilt. Right. Yeah, I get it. Where I wouldn't have any guilt. But but <laughs> right. but truth be told, my guilt would be is that I feel like I'm leaving you. So I might not feel the 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 actual guilt that you will feel of let's say leaving the child at home, right? Be, mainly because I wouldn't have that guilt because I'm leaving a child at home with you. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you would then <laughs> leave the child with somebody <laughs> else, right? So it's kind of like, right. but but the but the guilt of knowing that you're stuck in a house all day because I know that that makes you feel some type of way. Right. Like I, it's not like I yeah. just wouldn't give a fuck and be like, well, tough break for her. <laughs> it wouldn't be that way. Right. It would. I would feel some of that. Right. You know? So... Yeah, I mean, but it's, but but what can we do? Yeah, I I can't change navigating. who I am, and my plights, and right. I I can't it's just, and you can't change who you are, and. But I am. I I feel like I'm come. I'm going into this pregnant. Well, the pregnancy maybe I don't know. Maybe having another baby. I'm I'm way more flexible in what I think I I'm willing to do or not do than I was before. Like I want to nurse her. Okay. But I'm not putting this like pressure on myself like i did with sahara as okay. far as like if it came down to it and it was too much i'm not gonna fight maybe giving her some formula okay you know what i mean yeah. where before like i told you she didn't take the bottle mm -hmm. so i said well fuck this i'm just gonna nurse her instead of maybe like pushing it to the point where it's like forcing her to take the bottle right and right then, right breastfed her for yeah, three years. Yeah, hungry eventually. Right. <laughs> and they'll take that goddamn bottle. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to sacrifice so much of myself this time around because I'm also tired. Yeah. And I'm not sure how much I'm going to have to give. That, and you're also, you're in a different position. I, I didn't know you when you had your, your son or your daughter, but from what I think I know of you, you didn't have the career that you do now. Right. And so I guess being a stay at home mother or spending more time with your mother, or I'm sorry, more time with your children afforded you that mindset to then go, okay, well, this is what I can be. And so you just kind of settle into that almost like you just, this is what life is. And this is what I'm going to be. This is the role I'm going to play. And a lot of what I did with Zahara was to combat the guilt of what I didn't do with Aslan. Right. If we're being honest. Okay. Fair enough. And so that was... And now I feel like I'm going to have this, like, balance of both. Because you're already done. Because I did. So you've, right. so you've, you've forgiven yourself and you've right. proven... And I know that I can do both now. Right. And that's okay. Even if she doesn't get titty the whole... Till if formula doesn't have to never touch her mouth, mm -hmm. she's going to be fine. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. But where I was getting at is even with that, so mm -hmm. and that, I guess I could just add on to to where I was going with it. You're just in a completely different state of mind, period. Yeah. So right now we're in a situation where we have the luxury of hiring a nanny. Right. We have the luxury of sending her to a, a daycare where there's computer, you know, monitors and cameras right. and all sorts of or whatever it is that we need to do to give you the relief that you need. Not not even just for uh the relief of not having a child around. But just the the relief of the, going and working your job because that makes you feel fulfilled as well. Right. And so I'm I'm sure not doing that would make you feel like that there's a piece missing more so now than before, before. because yeah. you didn't have that 
right. that piece there. Right. Where it could even have been an empty space like it could be today. So because you are going into it with that mentality of, hey, we can, whatever option we need to do, we can, we can make it right. happen. Then that kind of now already puts you in a position where you do have that state of mind where you can say sure. to yourself, hey, uh, if I need to, then whenever I've had enough, just like you said, like whenever I had enough. Right. Then I, I don't just, know when that's going to be, but right. right. Now there still might be guilt there, but. Yeah. At least with the options that we have, we can minimize as much guilt as possible because of, yeah. you know, it's not just going to be with <laughs> some Joe Schmo daycare on a block or some right. cheap ass. No. That isn't gonna... Well, there's the conversation we weren't going to have. Yeah. You ready to intro this? <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Well, it's there if we need it. I let guess. me um, let me let me fix this cord because I feel like there's not enough slack on it. This. All right. All right, people. <laughs> if I didn't cut any of that out, <laughs> <laughs> this is episode sixty-one of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. Hey. And um, we kind of already started a conversation. <laughs> that we originally weren't going to have, but then we ended mm-hmm. up having. But obviously, everything was recorded. That's why right. it's here if I left it in or right. not. But hey. Surprise. Little little thing. But um, today, we do want to talk about the book, more about the book. So just kind of to piggyback off of episode 60. So if you have not listened to episode 60, I would recommend stopping this podcast listen to episode 60 that way a good portion of this podcast can make a little bit more sense but i also want to help the men out there that are not having sex or not having the amount of sex that they want to have no this is not an ad no this is not an ad it's not an ad uh but i, I want to help increase those weekly numbers with the amount of sex that you may not be having but before we get into that, <laughs> with your partner, like yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. talking about like oh, yeah. helping single men. Oh yeah, that's that's important. <laughs> this is this is for because you didn't say the name of the book, which I think help, would help if you said it. Well, no, this isn't a, w- about the book. You just said we're going to talk about the book. No, I said yes. Right, we okay. are going to talk about the so book. So when we do, you're going to say it. Yeah, maybe I said that wrong. Book. Should okay. I just start all over? No, no, no. Before we get it. Okay. No, no, no. It's fine. But yes. That did that did seem like you were talking about the same thing. Though. I probably did. It's okay. just, yeah, it's, it's my, my autismo. <laughs> so there's that. But um, no. So, so those are two separate discussions. Oh. One involves the book. And the other one's an and ad. And the other one is, sounds like an ad, but it's not an ad. And, and just to be clear, that the increase in sex has to do with partners assuming of course that you are you know in a faithful. relationship yeah well in a relationship of course and, but that you're also monogamous faithful. yeah right because right. i mean if you want to increase your numbers you could just <laughs> play the field <laughs> uh yeah but yes this is a monogamous faithful faithful relationship, relationship and how to build that if and only if there are issues with the, the numbers if you all aren't agreeing with them right okay <laughs> Why you roll your eyes? I don't know. And I'm curious. 
Okay, good. It's good. It's a, it's a pretty interesting okay. topic. At least I thought so. At least I thought so. But before we get into that, I do want to go back to the book a little bit because we did read, listen, read slash listen mm-hmm. to a little bit more of the book. So for any of you who don't want to go back and listen to episode 60, or if you did listen to episode 60, but you kind of forgot what it was about just to kind of give like a brief little recap. So the book is called how to improve, improve your marriage without talking about it. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Something or like how that. to better, better your marriage without talking about it. I thought it was improve. Eh, whatever. Okay. You can, <laughs> you can look up, but this book pretty much touched yeah. on how to improve your, sorry, how to improve your marriage without talking about it. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, in the previous episode, we discussed part one of the book because that's where we were in the book when we left off. And that was pretty much kind of setting the, the, the foundation as to why men and women typically run into issues in a relationship and why anytime it seems like there's a disagreement, one mm-hmm. person isn't understanding the other. And mm-hmm. then you end up going into this loop, 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 loop. Yeah. It doesn't stop. And then it, it always happens. And one of the main reasons why that was, or one of the main reasons that they were exploring was the idea that women, women's fear or primary driver of whatever triggers them is fear that's based in not feeling loved, not, or feel the feeling of lack of self or lack of connection mm-hmm. with, with your partner and then abandonment. Mm-hmm. So that's their main trigger. While the male, the male's triggers are rooted in shame and feeling inadequate Adequate. and mm-hmm. or feeling inadequate. So anytime you're in an argument with your partner or you have a disagreement with your partner, a lot of times the woman's side is coming from a place of that fear of not feeling loved and attachment and, and or feeling abandoned. And then the man's then turns around and they feel shame and feeling inadequate. And now you all are going into this loop that Mm -hmm. a lot of people or a lot of couples find themselves in a situation where they can't break themselves out of it. So this book basically after setting that foundation and, and give you an understanding on why these feelings are occurring and where these feelings are coming from. Then this book teaches you in part two, how to overcome those obstacles and have better communication without really talking, without really talking about it. Mm -hmm. So part two, and this is where we were and I was wondering, okay, well, how are they going to get to this? How are they going to teach us how to better our relationship or help? Or how are they going to teach us how to improve our relationship without talking about it? And they kind of made it easier than than I thought. Yeah. And what this book was talking about, and you could interrupt me at any time. Okay. Basically, what this book was talking about was they were saying that when you find yourself. So before, hang on, let me let me go back. Let me backtrack because I don't want to say this without getting too far ahead. In part one, one of the things that they said towards the end was that you need to lay out all your core values as who you are as a person. So each each person individually lay each out their core values. Individually that lays out their core values, right? 
And as you lay out your core values and primarily talking about you. So this is how you can prevent making your partner feel this way. Okay. As you lay out your core values, you put them in a place where you can always reference. And that way, whenever you find yourself in a position where you're feeling some type of way, because you now have an understanding on what you're feeling and you have an understanding on what your partner may feel. And where it's coming from. And where it's coming yeah, from. Mm-hmm. Right. Then now you have this that you can look back at and kind of. So you don't fall into old habits. So you don't fall into old habits. Exactly. One thing that I did find interesting that this book really didn't speak on, and maybe they did and I just missed it because it was just going so fast. (laughs) (laughs) But this book didn't express the importance of both people reading and acknowledging and understanding this. Yes, but I also feel like what what we were just listening to, where it's explaining what you can can do Mm -hmm. without talking... It was saying that even if it's just one person doing it, mm-hmm. it's almost going to be like a follow the leader effect. I agree. So I could see how sometimes someone might pick up this book and their their spouse is not interested. Correct. So it's just like it's possible that you could change the entire dynamic, not by yourself completely, mm-hmm. but at least start it. So my only pushback to that would be, If you are the one person is doing it and the, and the other person just doesn't want to do it. First of all, that's kind of a red flag because it seems like True. the other person isn't acknowledging that there is a, you know, a chink in the armor in a relationship mm-hmm. and that, hey, let's work on this together. So, but that's a completely different thing. That's not where I'm going with it. But the problem that, that you could run into, which is a problem that I saw in my last long term relationship, is that when one person knows a little bit more than the other person, mm-hmm. then and then the other person feels that then they can feel like they're being talked down to if that makes sense okay because something happens to not all people but some people but something happens to to some people when you feel like you're in a room and you're the dumbest person in the room Mm -hmm. or you're the 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 least equipped person in the room you tend to become defensive and then you can possibly find yourself in a situation where even though you're trying to talk and then get through things, that person might feel like that you are being a bit, you know. Condescending or. Mm -hmm. Even though you're not. But but then that can come from a place of just insecurity on their part. Yeah, that's where I was going. That comes from a place of insecurity on their part. Mm -hmm. But then that place of insecurity is, could also be rooted in the idea that they feel like that they're in the wrong because they didn't do the work. Exactly. So, so yes, I I did hear different ways and different things that can be done as far as in the book where one person just has it. But I, I really think that there should have been some level of stress of importance put on the idea. <laughs> that, that at some point you both need to get on the same page. Having both people on the same page <laughs> yeah. would really help. Yeah. Maybe it's being assumed that both people are going into this trying to make the best of it. Well, right? what, what typically, I, Which, I would imagine. Because I would if imagine not, then like you're saying, book. it's probably a bigger issue and then you probably wouldn't even be here. Right. 
especially and this is what you shouldn't do because you shouldn't be talking about it especially if you're the one partner like let's let's say it was me and i was talking to you and i was like babe you know some of the things that you're experiencing are probably rooted in in the fear of feeling abandoned and da 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 and now you really feel like who the fuck are you like what are you some sort of <laughs> therapist now right you've got all the answers and even though there is some truth behind what I'm saying and I'm not trying to come off because I'm trying to work on us. Like yeah. if I'm doing the work and I'm trying to read something, then clearly I'm trying to better us. Right. Yeah. But if I'm coming at you, especially during a time of disagreement, like this, this will have to, to be, do it, yeah. be a horrible time <laughs> to do it. But or even afterwards, it might be because that might trigger into something else because now you will feel like I'm telling you because you feel like, especially if I'm a man, you might say, oh, now you're mansplaining. Or, yeah, you know, what, what I would need you to open it with what you're feeling first and why you're feeling it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but, but, but that's why they say improve your marriage without talking about it because one of the things that they said to do besides take the time and go back. So if you're in... If you're having a disagreement with your partner, your partner has made you feel some type of way. The best thing for you to do, or best thing for both of you could do, if possible, would be to take a step back, take a breather, think about your core your core values, think about the importance of your relationship. Yeah, and, and why then, you're doing all this, period. Like you're doing this to try to make things better. Right. And then give your partner, and this is something that you two, you the two of you can agree on. It's almost like a safety word. I, I kind of felt like it, mm -hmm. where you're giving them a nonverbal cue that you're still there for them and that you still love them, right? So one of the things could have been give your partner a hug, mm -hmm. give your partner like light a candle. They were saying, or mm -hmm. uh, offer grab their hand, grab their hand, offer some tea or some coffee or something to let that person know that you're still rocking with them. Right. And that not only- and you're trying to just change the energy. Right. Because that not only kind of disarms your partner and mm -hmm. makes your partner feel valued and loved on both ends, right? But then that also reprograms you into remembering like, I actually well, love this yeah. person. I care about this person. Let me take the time that I need, and in that way we can we can address how we're feeling. Yeah, at, at a more appropriate time, because at some point you are going to have to talk about it. Yes, and, I and think this, that that's important to say. Right. So, so this book, even though it's in the title without talking about it, the not talking about a part is saying, "Hey, we need to talk." Like it's saying to avoid. And sometimes that. you can you can avoid really having an in-depth conversation because sometimes it's not that serious, but we mm -hmm. make it that serious. It, it did say it and it, they gave an example of Correct. that too. Correct. With um with with <laughs> <laughs> not with JJ and Tyrone. No. <laughs> the one before that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What was that shit? Um <laughs> but yes, at some point you do have to talk about it. And at some point you do need to express how the two of you felt in that situation, which this book will prepare you and help you understand that even though you all are talking about one thing, the two of you, and of course it is a, a, a relationship with a man and a woman. That's what this book is, mm -hmm. is, is talking about. 
you two are going to be experiencing two completely different things and two different obstacles that you're both going to have to overcome in order to get to a point to where you all can even actually listen to one another without hearing something that is not being said. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times when that happens, it's coming from a space of like, there's built up resentment somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's not really that there's a true issue somewhere. There was some sort of resentment. Correct. Maybe have how things have been handled up to that point. Well, because it's easy. Yeah. It's easy. And this book said that the resentment that could be built up is as easy as when you get out of the honeymoon phase, then, and now you're into real life shit with mm-hmm. this with this person, mm-hmm. then you're resenting what happened to that good old googly eye. Right. But like you used to listen feeling. to me more. You used to be more patient right. with me. Right. Yeah. And so- if anyone remembers from episode 60 or if you haven't, then this is going to be something you're going to, you know, we're going to tell you now, but in the book, it talked about in the first three to nine months, the first three mm-hmm. to nine months of being in a relationship, the same hormones or the same chemicals that are produced when you're falling in love are the same hormones that actually bring you closer to that person. So you are more aware of, your feelings, you're more aware of their subtle cues, and you're more likely to want to make that person feel good again. And after that, which is what we all known as, or that point or th- that time frame, we call it the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. But after that is when you actually have to do the work. <laughs> yeah. And what, what did I say? Something crazy? No, no, I was just thinking. It's like somehow after that, it turns into like, fuck you. <laughs> exactly. But the reason why is because you're less sensitive to that person's feelings. Right. And, and now this is where having that understanding of what's going on between the, a man and a woman. And I would, I would imagine that it's not just a man and a woman. I'm, I'm pretty sure it could be anyone exuding feminine versus masculine energy. I don't know. And the only reason why I said that disclaimer is because if there's anyone out there that, that is in a same sex relationship, I don't want you to feel like that these tips would it potentially would help? Would it potentially help yeah. you, right? But after that point where you're no longer on this mode of heightened senses for this other person, then the resentment can kick in because, like you said, now you feel like that that person just quit giving a fuck about you. <laughs> <laughs> when, right. when that's kind of the case. I mean, there is, there obviously is some truth behind it. <laughs> Chemically, they did, they do give a, a less of a fuck about you, but, but, but you could get back to that point by having the understanding. Of it. That's what, that's what it should be. They should have two different versions of the book. Right. They should have one version that just kind of breaks it down the way she is. And it's very, you know, PC and this mm. what it is. And then the other version be like, niggas tired of the pussy. <laughs> And uh, once that happens, right. look, look, dog. Good luck with that. Look, dog. The, everything she says and does is gonna make gonna... you feel some type of way. <laughs> Promise you. And then you're gonna say some shit, and it's gonna make her feel some type of way. And you can be like, "Damn, this bitch is fucking needy." And 
But she, but in all actuality, she's no needier than what she was before. Right. It's, it's just, just different lenses. It's just when you were chasing through. it and everything was brand new, yeah. you were about doing whatever you needed to do. You know, you were, <laughs> you were texting, you know, 80 times a day. No, but days. Yes. No, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> there should be a, uh, a legit niggered version <laughs> <laughs> with tyrone and jj yeah <laughs> if you do listen to the book i found it very funny that this was a well thought out book and it seemed like it was backed by research and all these other things but in part two there is a scenario where the the reader or i'm sorry the author is trying to get us to see two different viewpoints from one incident. And this incident involved Tanasia or Tanasha? Letitia. Letitia. Letitia and Bo. Uh-huh. And their friends, Tyrone and JJ. <laughs> and she even got sassy when she was and, and, when she was talking she, Letitia's and part. She did, and she did. <laughs> when she was Letitia, yeah. when she was Letitia, she, was, she yeah. didn't just say, Hey babe, can we talk about she said Hey y'all! <laughs> no, she didn't. No, it, it was wasn't. It wasn't that. But it no, was. But it, it was different. It was. Yeah, different. it was. It was she. She definitely had a black scent. She did. And this is not a black woman that was. No, no, reading no. This book. Yeah, but she did but switch. She it up. made it clear that she was patting she her head. Stepped into and, Letitia's. Oh my she god! She should have just. Did that. <laughs> 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 and Bo was just mad, melancholy, but just Aggie. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> Bo Bo got mad for nothing. I, you, I, yeah, I was on the side of her, but we couldn't be because right. she said you shouldn't choose sides. But oh, I chose sides <laughs> real quick. Bo was bugging. <laughs> Bo was bugging, but that tickled me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yes. So that is a, that is a secret. So anyone that was thinking about reading the book, spoiler alert, we gave it up. But I still think it's a, it's a good read because we're not done though, right? I, I we're not done, but we're done. <laughs> I want to finish it. it. It's no, no, we no, we can't. But it's it's not that much left. Okay. So it's pretty much wrapped up. At least I think. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it was like six hours worth of a read. Okay. And I want to say we're like five and a quarter. In. Okay, so it's about done. So I don't think they're going to teach us anything new at this point. Okay. I think they're just going to break down scenarios and then get a little bit, you know, redundant. Okay. And, you know how how books, typical books do. Okay. Right, a little build up. We met the we got to the climax, and now we're just yeah. hope you understood this. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. But all in all, I think it's a good book, and again, I, I think it's a book that should be read before getting into a relationship. Yeah, it would be helpful. Mm -hmm. I think that two people going into it and reading books, it could really, really help minimize yeah. uh, some of the damage that can be done in a relationship and some of the damage that doesn't need to be had, especially if you can understand why the damages are occurring and why are we, why are we here? Why are we getting caught in these loops? Why are we arguing about the same thing? Why do you feel like that why do I feel like you're not listening to me, but you feel like I'm not listening to you mm -hmm. kind of thing? Yeah. 
I think that could be really big. Yeah. That's typically just always the problem at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I just... Understanding where that's coming from. Right. Mm. But we we have an understanding, but we don't have an understanding, if that makes sense. And what I mean... Well, because we we know what we know, and we know how we operate, and we know why we operate that way. But again, men and women don't operate the same. And that's what I was getting at, is that you, you know how men are, or you know how women are, right, and then we, we say really, that, but then we yeah. really don't know. Right. But we know that there's something there that's different, and then, but we really don't. One other thing that this book talked about is another way to solve a lot of the issues, which I thought was a, a really good tip. And they, they, they kind of touched on it a little bit, but, but not too much, is people both men and women, but especially men, thrive better off of routine. I don't know if I said this in a previous episode. You said it to me, but I don't think you said it in the previous episode. Yeah, I think that <clears throat> I think that's what happened. And I wrote it down, but but I didn't talk about it. And if I did, I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. But men and women, men more than women, thrive better when there is routine. So if you can set routine in your relationship as far as how things go and and what sort of things take place and how are we going to divvy up time and how time is managed and things like that. Obviously not have it where it's just boring and, and redundant, but just having some sort of routine can help improve the relationship because it sets a precedence to where the man can feel like he's, he feels like he's adequate, like he's worthy because he's checking off boxes, which men typically feel good at checking off boxes and completing tasks. And then it sets a place where the woman doesn't feel like she's being rejected or not even rejected, but she doesn't feel like she's being abandoned or not emotionally connecting with her her man because this time is allotted and, and everyone's getting what they need. Okay. And then it can also avoid conflict and one of the examples that they used which kind of was a good example but eh. so <laughs> they they made an example of placement of the keys so Marky. men are typically pretty routine as far as where they put things okay and then what happens is because of that spike in cortisol when men are stressed out if let's say you decided to borrow my car real quick, but you didn't put my keys back where they needed to be. Or where you left them, where, where I, I got them, them from. Right. Yeah. You didn't put them back where I left them. And then I go to grab the key and the key isn't there. <laughs> and then I go, what well, was here when I, and now I'm stressed out and my cortisol <laughs> levels are through the roof. <laughs> Bad example. I don't even think that was a good example. But the, the example was if there was more routine in a relationship as far as understanding the importance that I guess... I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't think that was a good one. If, when you say routine, I agree. But and then also the word expectations came to mind, like setting certain expectations for certain things, mm-hmm. which I guess would could kind of be the same thing. And maybe they just said better, better than me. And I'm just not liking <laughs> it because I just fucked it all up. No, no. But, 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 but where they were getting at is because routine is so much more important in men than it is in women that mm-hmm. doing something that takes things off of routine can put the males in a position to where now they're feeling stressed and they don't know 
they don't understand what's happening. <laughs> like little kids. And then now, <laughs> and then now, right, just like that. And then now that can put the man in a position where he's making the woman feel like that she's done something wrong when yeah. really it was just as simple as, oh, yeah, I took your card. It wasn't a big deal, but I, I, I put the key over. This is fine. The key's over here. And then <laughs> if she says that, hey, it's fine. The, the keys are right here. Then now he feels like he's done. Oh, now you're feeling. And then it's just this loop. And then it's just routine. Yeah. They said that was good. And then I I feel like also patience both ways. Because then you don't want to like that scenario felt to me. Maybe because I'm a woman, Mm -hmm. like almost walking on eggshells. Like, is he going to freak the fuck out and yell at me because I didn't put the keys back where they were? You know what I mean? Yeah. Patience and then too, after reading a book and then having an understanding of what's happening, don't use that as the opportunity to throw that shit in that other person's face. Like what? Like, for instance, let's say. Uh, oh, like something they did? Or, or even or even not even something that they, that they did, but even in those moments. And I guess be, that's the importance of not talking about it right away. But in those moments where, you know, be like, well, what are you feeling? Are you feeling abandoned or something? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, or, yeah, no. or, or like you say to me, what are you feeling? Shame? Or it's like, okay. <laughs> are right. you feeling inadequate right now? Right. Ugh. Well, I, I think you don't even have to say that. There's just this understanding of that's where that's coming from. Right. So you don't weaponize it. Correct. <laughs> so you, you almost don't have to say it at any point. Because now, now there's just under, this understanding. Right. Ice in my mouth. Yeah, I know. That's Looks good. refreshing. Spill back out. It is refreshing. I just hope oh. it doesn't make too much noise. All of that. That was a lot. A noise. You just spit the ice back in. Well, because I didn't. I didn't know what to do with it. What was yeah. I supposed to do? Swallow it. <laughs> I'm like. You could have kept enjoying it. Yeah, but I didn't want to. <laughs> if you were talking, I would have enjoyed it. But you, you that also before. would have been distracting. <laughs> just on <all the> headphones. <laughs> all right. Is there anything else that you want to? No. No. And that yeah. kind of just read the book, people. Yeah, it was good. I yeah. recommend it. Right. Any tools, even if you just get a little bit of it, let's just say you don't adapt or adopt the whole thing. I think you'll get something out of it. Right. Like right. there's not gonna be this one, or maybe for some people there would be just like this one magical book that fixes your whole relationship. That's possible. I think it takes different resources and you take things. You know, different things. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just another level of awareness, more knowledge. And I think the the one thing that I like, that reminder is always like, you want to be with this person. I guess you need to make sure that that's the case, <laughs> first of all. But it's just like you're doing all of these things because you want to have the best relationship possible because you love this person, you want to be with this person, and you want to be happy. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. you have to be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. But you want that to be the majority of what it is. So it's right. like, that's why you're doing these things. It's always reminding yourself that you want to fight or are you trying to make it better? Right. Yeah. Which is why I said going into this book with the two of you reading it is yeah, really definitely. Gonna, is really going to help things. Right. Out. True. As opposed to just one of you trying to do in the work. Because then now you're really going to resent that person. Because you probably can only, even more. Probably even more. Right. Because you can only... You can only take these skills and try to apply them, but so many times before you feel like, 
Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, here I am. I've been trying. Am I in a relationship or not? Because I could see as a woman, I could see as a woman if you were doing this, but your male partner wasn't doing it. And then now where you were feeling like you were isolated or you were feeling like you were abandoned or not having that emotional connection. And then this person still isn't trying, even though you're trying to understand what's going on with them and give them the time and try to break those silent barriers or whatever it may be. And now this person is still stonewalling you mm -hmm. and still or, or, or still getting in that same bad behavior loop. Oh, that's the thunder. Yeah, like, what the hell was that? <laughs> getting in that bad behavior loop then I could see a world where you would feel even more right. distant, isolated, unloved, you know, no emotional connection, right? Mm -hmm. But same with the flip. If you're a male and you're trying to, to do all these things with your, your uh, female partner and you, already, you do feel some sort of inadequacy whenever there is tension between the two of you, and you're trying to break down those barriers on her end because you feel like that there is something that you're doing that's not fulfilling their needs mm -hmm. and they're still creating that space and or maintaining that space and still making you feel that you're not enough. Mm -hmm. Then now that's just going to be, but I guess at that point, then you're going to come to an understanding that maybe, maybe our problems are bigger than, than just. <laughs> right understanding that you're you and I'm me. And yeah. It's just, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. We good? Yeah. Okay. All right. Males. What are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I forget that sometimes this is audio, so I look in the camera and I do things and I forget. Uh, and then can't hear you. There's no yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. can't see you. But the ones that are watching. <laughs> I'm switch it. You know what I'm saying? So there have been studies that have been put out and and these studies are basically revolving around people that are in uh, uh, a relationship where the man wants to have sex more than the woman. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is assuming that there's no problems with your tool, not your tool with his tool, right? Okay. And that the reason why uh, uh, this sexual appetite isn't being satiated, the reason why, or one of the reasons why, could be because of the amount of workload that women have in today's times. Mm -hmm. So this kind of piggybacks off of what we talked about last episode where we were talking about mm. how... yes the roles that, that women play and, mm -hmm. and just how it's changed over time in the, in the evolution. Mm -hmm. And then also how the, the man hasn't caught up with evolution as far as, uh, well, I, I don't want to say it that way. I think the way I worded it in the previous episode was women have come and evolved so much within the past few decades that, that they've done a lot more evolving than males have had to evolve. And now here we are in in 2022 and we see more and more of a demand placed on males evolving emotionally. And even more so now, and this article kind of piggybacks on it, is 
males evolving in the sense of, okay, well, now you have a, a, a equal partner in the home with you. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to do equal work in the home, mm-hmm. right? So this research has basically tried to figure out what are what, what is one of the reasons why sex isn't being... Uh, men feel like that their sexual desires are being fulfilled and because you're not doing the most (laughs) so you're not as exhausted or drained right potentially maybe exactly exactly so this research broke down what does it look like when in the relationship and these are two people that are working and bringing in you know equally working okay what does it look like when both partners are equally working however the woman is doing more of the household activities as far as like upkeep what does it look like when there is a balance an equal balance between are they putting kids in these scenarios they did not okay that's important but but i would i would imagine that that ties into the household activities i don't don't think we're i don't see where there would be no okay well hang on okay let me let me we we can explore that in a second and then what does it look like in a household where there's still equality as far as the amount of work outside the home? Uh-huh. But what does it look like when the man is doing more work inside the home than the woman? Okay. And this is all from the perspective of women and their sex drive and how it correlates to the amount of household duties that they're doing in comparison to their partner. Okay. So- there, there are two sexual desires that they broke down, I, I guess, in order to better understand. And I, and I know the woman's sexual desire is more simple than this, I guess you could say, like binary breakdown that they gave here. But they broke it down into two separate desires. They broke. They said one is a dyadic desire, which is the sexual desire one feels for another. Whereas a solo desire is about the individual feelings. So it's not surprising that the dyadic desire correlates more to the relationship and how much sex is put out. I mean, I guess it's kind of self-explanatory if you know what the term dyadic means. It's two people. Got it. But um, the reason why they broke it that way is because the women that are not putting out to their spouses, their men, Mm -hmm they are still pleasing themselves at the same rate oh, okay, that they okay, were okay. Right, right. before given the the opportunity to. So that isn't there. Now, one thing that this... <laughs> you just don't want to do it with your partner. You just don't want to give it up to your partner. Yeah, because there's probably resentment there. Exactly. Yeah. Now, one thing the article did not touch on is what does it look like when the woman has no solo desire and then well, you could get to that point, I guess, too, if you're just like drained. Right. Yeah. But but I guess if OK, well, if they have no solar desire and they just don't feel good about themselves, then, of course, they're not going to give it up to to the man. So then what what are, what are we talking about here? Then there are things that, that she we need to figure out and unpack with her. But this article is pretty much touching on. No, there ain't nothing wrong with me. I'm good. Like, I'm still trying to get mine and I still have this urge, this desire. I just don't want to do it with you. Yeah. And. This article was basically focusing on the reason why that is, is because kind of what we were saying in a, in a previous episode is you have 
these you know women out here now that are working just as hard if not harder outside of the home however males are still under this impression that wives have to cook clean and do all the other sorts where that would have made sense if they weren't already outside the home doing things and then now they can be a homemaker and and maintain the upkeep of the house because you're out doing everything so now they get to hold down the fort but if now the the two of us are both outside of home equally Mm -hmm. and then we come home everything in the house should be equally but as where that i guess uh uh what will be a good word for it I, i guess that where that evolution curve hasn't spiked for males yet mm-hmm. because we're still trying to get into the the groove of this. Right. We're not equal partners in the household. Okay. And so that is putting a lot of stress on the woman, which then Yeah, because then sex could feel like another thing on your list of things to do. Correct. Yeah. As opposed to you something. Have, right. Right. That you want to do, do you look forward to doing mm-hmm. as a desire for? Right. Yeah. So what they were saying is that in a typical home, the upkeep of the home or the the work that's taking place inside the home, the imbalance where women are doing more of the work than men, desire, that dyadic desire is low, low to none, <laughs> while that desire is a lot higher when things are equal. I could see that. And then of course it's a lot higher when <laughs> the the balances or the scale is shifted in the favor of the woman and now she has all the the solo time and the <laughs> desire in the world. <laughs> but yeah. So that's where you see, you know, and, and we see the movies all the time where or in dramas where you see the woman that's worn out and she takes the bubble bath and lighting the candles and it, <laughs> yeah. it and whatever happens. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think happens? I, I, you just clean up and you get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not taking, you you're not take taking out the head of the shower or not. So, when I read this, I, I thought it was interesting because uh, I, I I don't really talk to like my guy friends. I don't know what their like what their frequency of of sex is, or or even what they would want it to be. I don't know. Hmm. It, with their with their spouse, obviously not with <laughs> right. not single, right? <laughs> but if they are happily married. I've never had that. Sorry, I guess do men just assume that everybody's having all the sex that they want? I do. I assume you it. You assume that? But again, that's because I'm a child. So <laughs> I assume that whatever I'm thinking, what I'm going through, everyone else is too. So there's that. <laughs> I know. I remember it was a long time ago. You were horrified. at the. I remember I told you the average amount of sex people are having. It was really low. Okay. And you were just like, what? What it was like maybe once a month, something crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and you couldn't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> well, only only because my first question would be, what was wrong? Probably a lot of things. Like what's wrong? <laughs> Probably the imbalance. <laughs> right. 
So just do some chores. Just do some chores, guys. And then when you do them, you, you can't make it seem like you're doing this for a pussy. Like you can't be like, I wash the dishes. Yeah, I, I, I wash the dishes. You know, you just have to make it a routine thing. So it can't just be a one-time thing. Yeah. It has to be a thing that you all do yeah, where you, you all split, routine split the chores. Well, yeah. how about this? How about this? And this is one thing that, that you and I well we did do but we 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 had to fire this individual but you get a you get a maid <laughs> right right exactly you get a maid. don't nobody has to worry about it no now. one has to worry about it no one has to resent one another <laughs> exactly anything like that you just get a maid right and it just makes everyone's life a lot easier right. that way you could work they could work and obviously if, the, if this is something you can afford then you both do it but if not then it would be a good idea to Whip out a piece of paper and split yeah. the chores up. And ladies, <laughs> like, it's okay because I was having this conversation with a friend. Men are always going to do things around the house the way that you do them. And that's okay. Oh, the way we do them. The way that we, that women do. So, like, men are always going to clean the way. Oh, aren't always. Aren't always. I thought you said are always. No, aren't okay. always. Mm hmm so it's just like we can't. We need to remember that too. Yeah, yeah. Give, give us some credit. Right. Give us some credit. <laughs> right. You know, we're we're gonna the clean. effort counts. Right. We're gonna clean the way we clean. Right, and that that's that should be enough. It, but but but, but not. And I, and I say all that to say this. Hang hang on one second. You're you're giving you're giving ladies as a general general thing. I think you might be giving ladies a, a little bit too much. Okay. Credit. Well, maybe the women that I know okay. and that, that like to clean the way I'd like to clean. Right. Well, you all are pretty much all rice and bean eaters. So it's kind of like <laughs> in your DNA. <laughs> so there's that. But but I, you know, not all women are, you know. Well, not all people are very clean. Yeah, yeah. If we're going to go there. but yeah. Like I've, I've been, I've been with a woman that didn't clean the bed. She was tidy, but wasn't clean. Like it wasn't. I think like that's probably a that. very common thing. Right. Tidy, but not clean for people in general yeah right but still it wasn't you know it wasn't dirty things weren't dirty but it was just you know i've relaxed a lot with what cleaning good i have sometimes i look at myself i'm like who are you good because i feel like i i, I had to or or with the suggestion i was going to make and and where i think you were getting at is Two, ladies, you, you all, if, or just not even just ladies, if there's anyone in a relationship that feels like that they're not getting something that they should get as far as help, as far as anything, communication is very important. Mm -hmm. And just be mindful about how you communicate it so that you don't upset, you know, your, your partner or, or whatever it may be on, on, on either end. But, but let's say you, you do feel like you're overwhelmed with something the worst thing you could do is to suck it up and just keep on feeling overwhelmed about it. Because right. if you are making that decision to do that, then you're you're automatically signing up for feeling shitty and feeling the way that you for feel. For sure. Right? Because a, a lot of times, and this is this is one of the things that I was talking to you about when it's a, a man dealing with a woman, but I, I think this goes either way. If you're with someone that really loves and cares about you, just because they're not on the same page as you are about some of the things that you find important, 
that doesn't mean that they don't give a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. Even even if even if they just gave a fuck about it enough just to make you happy, mm-hmm. I think that that they will go that extra step to make you happy, especially yeah. if they if they actually love you and care about you. <laughs> now, if they don't love you and care about you, then they'll hear what you have to say and they'll just create up and they'll create an excuse as to why they don't have to do it. Right. Like you'll hear things like you're being needy. You'll hear things like, is that really that important? When yes, it, it's important to, person, to you, which yeah. is why you're bringing it up. Yeah. So not and and so I, I say all that to say those may sound like harmless statements or or at least like though is that really that important like, or whatever right. that might sound like a harmless statement, but that's trying to that's not that's not validating your feelings as to the levels of the level of importance that this has on you. Mm-hmm. So if this person does care about you and this person does want to maintain the healthiest relationship possible with you, then they will acquiesce Mm -hmm. and they will, you know, uh, right. Do whatever it is that they need to do in order to keep the peace. Even if it is something as simple as pushing the shower head against the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? Welcome to like living with another person as like learning all these things, Uh especially if you haven't lived with somebody ever or in a long time. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, okay, yeah. I can't pretend like I'm the only motherfucker in this bathroom or in this house, in this space. Like, and that takes getting used to and navigating. Right. But what you should not do is you should not expect that person to think like you right and then hold them to the fire for not thinking the way that you think and you shouldn't use statements in your head if they cared then they would have done this with especially yeah, if that, you did not have yeah, the, that conversation, that conversation. With them. because you're you're setting yourself up for defeat because it doesn't mean that they don't care they just don't they're just their brain just doesn't function like yours and this is yeah. and and we were we were talking more specifically men and women, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't think like you think, right? Right? I my brain isn't there. That doesn't mean that I don't give a shit about something. That right. mean, it, it's just I'm not there. So if if I'm doing something other than what you think that I should be doing, or you think that I should be using my little free time to do something <laughs> right. that that would better the house, or you know, would make you happier in that because moment, because I would, right. Because, because you would. would, because right. you would. That's what mm-hmm. they did. Well, if I I had twenty minutes, I would have done this with the twenty minutes. You right. can't put that on me. But if you ask me, and right. I and and I say, nah, I don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> then now that's a problem. Then now you can get mad at me, and you have every right okay. to. But but if you but if you ask me nine times out of ten, I guarantee you it's going to be all right. I'll do it. Now I might not be that the happiest to stop what I wanted to do to do it because I might have wanted to watch some YouTube videos on UFOs or some you know some dumb shit, but 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 I'll do it because I'm a team player and I know it needs to get done. Right. And then if it's something that needs to get done frequently, then you just have to say, hey, uh, on a weekly basis, I need this from you or you know whatever it may be. So. And then also to add to all of that, remembering and understanding. That sometimes certain things that bother you only bother you. And then it's okay that if you want to take the extra step to maybe clean things differently or organize that differently, 
and not always expect the other person to do things exactly how you do them because right. it doesn't bother the other person. It bothers you. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's just... And then, and then with what we just said, as far as communicating the things that you need, take in consideration what we talked about before this discussion, as far as the book, right. In both episode 60 and this episode. And to, to kind of double down on what you just said, if they're not cleaning something the way you would have done it, like you said, just do it. Don't go well, you did it, but because <laughs> right. now it's like, what? No, what the fuck? Right. Like, what <laughs> yeah. you do? Right. And then the man will probably feel inadequate. Like, well, damn, like I, that was my best. Maybe it was his best. Or or the woman might feel like I can't do anything right. Yeah. Right. Because that's all someone hears. Right. Or or if you're going to go behind them and clean it up and do it on the low. Do it on the low. That's what I do. Do it on the low. See, you see, you see, why the fuck do you have to do that? <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> see this shit? You just can't. Here, you can read a book with them. You got a whole podcast with them. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. But yes. Yes, yes, yes. But with the sex thing, mm-hmm. I, while I understand and I agree, and I would say that most women would probably feel that way, that a lot of the times why they don't want to have sex is because they're so tired and exhausted. That could be a reason. And maybe for most women, the I don't know if the only reason, but it could play a role. <sighs> but I, there's so many other factors too, that at least for me, can play into why I wouldn't want to have sex with somebody. Because even at my most exhausted and drained, mm-hmm. I still want to have sex with you. <laughs> so I, mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. To me, if I don't want to have sex with my partner ever, to me that stems from a way deeper issue than me just feeling drained and exhausted. Yeah, but if you feel drained and exhausted, <sighs> it's not because of an imbalance in our relationship and, our, and, and what the household duties look like. Right, I guess so. And so I think where this article is tapping into is the the resentment that goes with, hey, I'm doing an equal amount of share of outside work as you. But I'm also doing way more. But now I feel like I'm your maid. I feel like I'm your servant. Or I feel like I'm. Well, yeah, I could say that could dry up a pussy for for sure. Right, right, right. So it has less to do with you feel exhausted and more to do with just feeling used. Right, that resentment attached using to that. and unappreciated. Yeah, true, true. So, so yeah, there is something deeper in it. I, I For think sure, I think it's... yeah, that resentment. And this is all with the understanding that you still have the desire because your solo desire is still there. It's just you don't want to give them none, you know. And I would imagine, assuming that you enjoy sex with your partner. Because then right, there's that too. Lot, you yeah. might. I think. I think all those factors. True. <laughs> play into it. Right. Yeah. Because now it's another thing on your list, and it's a shitty experience. Yes. <laughs> and that's where my head goes to whenever I hear <sighs> someone say that they only have sex one time a month. Is some someone? There's no someone's not enjoying it. Yeah. 
or there's just no desire for that person anymore. Ugh. Both, both ways, maybe even. I don't know. And it won't be solved here. I don't know. I don't know shit. From shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Did you want to talk about the kids thing? Because you, you brought it up in the beginning and now you, you mentioned it now. Well, because I don't think kids necessarily just fall into household things. There's car lines and driving and extracurriculars. And I think kids just adds a whole nother dynamic. I, I think where my headspace was going to, where I was saying that they kind of roll into that same idea of splitting the household and appointment duties and taking PTO to take kids to the doctor what if a kid gets sick and it's just like the expectation is the woman stays home or and so and so that's where i was saying i kind of lumped that into one and all into one thing because that's where a conversation could be had to where we work together to make it happen where it doesn't feel like it's all mm. on your shoulders yeah so you know maybe there's a couple of days out of the week where i go into the car line so you're not going in the car line every day right maybe or if i do car line you do bedtime routine right or I'm not a morning person, so you get them in the morning, I got them at night. That's And that's where I was getting at. True. Is that that those duties can still be split. Right. And, that, and, that's, how, and that's, household, that's all household shit. Too. Yeah. Even though, yes, it, a child is different than a sink full of dishes. I understand that. Yeah. But it all rolls into... Communication about expectations. Right. Because it has to be. Because it's hard. It's hard, you know, especially in today's time where more and more people are forced to have both partners working and then more homes don't have the luxury of what we talked about earlier, where you would have a nanny to kind of cut mm -hmm. out the, some of the work to, to lighten up the load. Yeah, people or, don't have support or sometimes. People don't have the money to, to put up for a maid, right? even if it's every other week right. once a month to do the, the deep cleaning and then you just do surface cleaning. Right. Which is what we were doing. And to speak to that, because mm -hmm. yes, I think in our minds, in other countries, that is a very basic thing. Mm -hmm. Like it's not even a luxury. It's a necessity. Mm -hmm. You don't do cleaning because you're doing other shit. So there's no, no one in their right mind is going to come home after a full day's work and mm -hmm. start cleaning. And sometimes people even have someone cook for them. Mm -hmm. because it is a lot and i think like maybe a shift in mindset because okay it does seem like a luxury mm -hmm. and sometimes people think it's more expensive than it actually is but if mm -hmm. you cut out eating lunch Easy. every day Easy. if you cut out that morning starbucks mm -hmm. you could hire a cleaning lady and save yourself so much stress and headache Easy. so it's really like looking at it differently i think right well you know the way i look at it and a lot of people don't have the luxury of looking at it the way I look at it because their work isn't set up the way mine is set up. But I have the luxury of kind of working at the pace that I want to work, right? Yeah. So I can work as little as I want. I can work as much as I want throughout the week because of, you know, just, just, just how everything's set up for me. But I get into this mindset of, okay, how long would this take me to do this? So if it's going to take me three hours to do this one thing, then I would much rather work 
an extra yeah, how much three is your time worth? hours <clears throat> yeah. and then give that money and to put the it professional. There and put it <laughs> yeah. there to the professional because I'm doing something that I enjoy. I have no problem with doing it. I'm not the best cleaner in the world and I certainly don't enjoy it like someone that potentially does that does this for a living. So I will much rather sacrifice my time mm -hmm. doing what I know how to fucking do mm -hmm. and get the job done and then give that money over. So that's how I go. And I do the same thing with the landscaping of the house. For the most part, I, I would clean out the gutters and I mow the lawn and I do things. But when it's heavy, uh, uh, fall season where all the leaves have fallen. Yeah, right? you're gonna cost. We have a big yard, yeah. and so I know it's gonna take me a couple of hours to do it myself. So I know how much it costs just to have someone else come out and do it, and mm -hmm. then they get it done, and I go work those hours, and then I come back, and it's it's all done, it's taken care of, right? And everyone, you know, and I'm I'm putting back into the economy because now they were right. able to do their job, I was able to do Pretty my job, business. and then boom, 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 and, and we keep yeah. moving. So yes. Yes, if you can cut back on some things because it's just not affordable or you don't have the luxury to work the way I work, then think, yeah, just cut back a couple of things. And, and then just, you'll like, find yeah. that you can't afford because it, to a house housekeeping really isn't. No, it's not crazy. that expensive. Mm -mm. I think it's. Now, if you go through a big company, then that's where it can get expensive. Correct. But, but if we, you go through yeah, so someone that's off that. of. Craigslist or, you know, right. or even word of mouth, like, like yeah. Word of mouth. Right. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty, but I think for a lot of people, it would be shifting your mindset to thinking like that's a luxury it, for a lot of people. It's a necessity. Well, if that means saving the marriage, yeah, then, then I think it's well worth every penny for sure. Because it's one less thing that you need to worry about. Right. Right. But again, I, I don't, some people, I don't think. And this is for people that just want to be clean, obviously, because like sure. I go into homes all day long and a lot of people, they don't, they don't care nothing, nothing about, <laughs> or maybe they do. And then this one person was just doing all the work and now they're backed up and then, you know, things just pile up. But what do I know? <laughs> right. All right. You ready to get out of here? Yes. All right, people. Thank you for rocking with us. I felt like I was real, like not put together in the beginning. Maybe I can edit some of that crap out. You always say that. I know, but I feel like I was just real. Your own worst critic. And, I, and then when you listen to it, it sounds fine. I don't know. It's like my gears weren't moving properly. <laughs> we'll blame it on Monday. Today's Monday, by the way, folks. Yeah, we're getting closer to what we should be doing. Yeah, recording on Sunday. Right. It's a day. We're almost there. It's not bad. But today is Monday the 20, what? Second. Second. And so we actually tried to, to find out, or we act, we tried to talk about some current events, but we, there really wasn't anything happening, not relationship-wise, mm -mm. other than monkeypox being a And STI. Ben and J-Lo had their second wedding. Hey, <laughs> BJ. <laughs> I don't like that. We're not calling him BJ? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ready to wrap this up? Yeah. All right. Should have done that a couple of months. <laughs> Fuck. Hey. We're not even going to go there. All right. Thank you for listening <laughs> to another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. This is the podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. 
And as always, I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and I did this with the lovely Christina. Bye. Peace. Bye bye, bye, bye.